Welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast, an audio experience where we don't just talk about it, we live it. Hey everybody, welcome to the eighth episode of our podcast. For those of you who are new here, my name is Andrew Roberts and I record this podcast with one of my good friends, Matt Teifke. We help run a residential property management company here in Austin, Texas. And in today's episode, we interview some of our good buddies at Austin Property Buyers. So these guys reached out to us about a month ago via Instagram and we met up with them to grab some coffee and we just really hit it off. These are good, genuine guys and they work harder than anybody we've ever met. Um, They run a successful company and they are each so different um it's three guys and they all have their strengths and they play to those strengths and they depend on each other and they really utilize teamwork and that's what we talk about in today's episode bear with us with the sound quality it was five dudes huddled around two mics so we were working with what we had but we wanted to get this out to you guys and um, really show you guys um who austin property buyers is and and how they're able to run the successful business and enjoy it day to day Stick around to the end, guys. Thanks a lot. All right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. Morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. How is everybody? Oh, doing great. Doing good. Thanks for having us. Good. 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 Um, okay. Um, so um, you guys have a company, Austin Property Buyers. Tell us uh, about it. Tell the audience about it. Kind of give us the elevator pitch. Yeah, so we um, kind of started out buying uh, flip houses, and we've done quite a few of those. Uh, so, you know, buying whether it's a distressed property, foreclosures, um, or just houses that people are looking to, to offload to move on with their life. Um, we come in, do a little renovation, fix it up, and uh, and then turn around and sell it. Um, we've also started to move into some new construction stuff. Uh, so we have quite a few projects going on there. We have, let's see, four houses now that are either under construction or in the permitting process. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's us. Cool. That's awesome. That's very cool. And this is Bryce talking. Yes, yes. I, <laughs> sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm Bryce. I'm one, okay. of, one of three partners. Uh, Carlos and Marco are here with me. And uh, together we kind of, you know, are the Austin Property Buyers team. We all have our own little uh, piece of the puzzle that we bring to the table. And together we, you know, I think we've got a pretty successful thing going on. That's awesome. That's very cool. Um, and so you, so this is a kind of like a, a side, a side hustle. Yeah. Uh, so this isn't. So the Austin Property Buyers, this company that you guys started, this isn't your your primary job. That's correct. Yeah, we all have full time jobs. Uh, Carlos is a real estate agent. Uh, he does residential real estate. Uh, Marco has his own um, HVAC business called Deltex uh, AC and Heating, and I'm in the furniture business. I, I run a, a custom sofa company called Build a Sofa. So yeah, we all have full-time jobs that pay the bills and real estate's um, something that we're getting started. And, you know, eventually down the line, we definitely want to have it be uh, full-time jobs for everybody, but mm-hmm. um, just getting started out, uh, it, it's part-time. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And um, so why, uh, why real estate? So uh, Carlos and I have actually been... Um, acquaintances, friends, whatever you want to call it, for quite a while now. We met each other uh, when we were working for Team Price Real Estate. Um, I was a realtor, he was a realtor, 
And I decided to move on and do different things, but have always had that interest. Carlos uh, stuck with it and has just killed it in the real estate business. Nice. Um, and Marco, you know, with, with the AC stuff, has always been involved in uh, house repair and um, helping folks out. So he's kind of been in that world. Um, and so it was just kind of the natural evolution for us um, to move into real estate investing. Yeah. And so, um, you know, just being part of, um, you know, in, in the job that I do with HVAC, not only HVAC, but also uh, what is construction. I've always been around real estate, uh, you know, doing doing work for property management, doing work for um, uh, for realtors. And so I've always had an interest in just getting into real estate, but I've never been able to just take that step forward until I met these two guys here. So um, it's been working for us, pretty excited and kind of excited to see where where, uh, where it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco, so how did you actually run into them? I know they met so, through real estate. So that's a, that's a great question. Um, I've actually known Carlos since high school. And so um, knew Carlos was, a, um, you know, was in real estate. Uh, as uh, you know, doing um, as, as a realtor, but um, Carlos actually reached out to me a, about a year and a half ago, yeah, or so, yeah, and um, he mentioned that he was investing in um, in a property. Um, he's he started a company before we actually started Awesome Property Buyers, and he asked if I wanted to invest in it, and of course I was like. Yeah, I've always wanted to get into investing, so it was a great opportunity. Um, and I also believed in Carlos and, and his abilities to be able to get things done. And so uh, I invested in, in that company. Um, well, long story short, it didn't work out. And, and I think we all, <laughs> <laughs> we all lost there. Yeah, um, we sure did. <laughs> we, yeah, we did. But here's the thing. Uh, I, I believed in Carlos, not necessarily the project, but in his, his abilities to get things done. So I, I reached out to Carlos and I said, hey, Carlos, look, I, I know this last project didn't work out. Um, and, and it could be maybe the partners that you had, but uh, I have a background in, in construction um, and, and being able to do these flip properties. How about we start our own business? Mm-hmm. So he jumped on it quick and we started Awesome Property Buyers. Um, and of, of course, we, uh, we needed somebody to do what is our marketing and just kind of get us, you know, to that next step. And uh, that's when Bryce came along. Um, but so Carlos and I started the company. Um, it was uh, pretty much we didn't know what we were doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was on a, you know, I guess step by step basis, uh, step by step on what 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 to do. How do we get there? But I think with our determination, our grind, um, starting just meeting the right people, yeah. putting the right people um, by our sides, we just started just knocking out of the park. That's awesome. Uh, we picked up one property, then two, then three, then four, and uh, well, we're here. Yeah, it's um, we've been pretty fortunate. You know, um, the process is still one that we're learning. Uh, with the first company, yes, we. Lost quite a bit, and um, but we learned a lot. Learned a tremendous amount from that. A lot of what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of things of what to do, and we've just kind of uh, piggybacked off that and tried to roll it and had a snowball effect moving forward. So um, you know, we're really, really fortunate that everything has kind of come together 
you know, that I did, and I have known Marco for such a long time, and I've known Bryce for such a long time, mm-hmm. and it's just everything kind of aligned, and we started working together, and it's not that we don't make mistakes any longer, it's just now that we have three team players who are in there with the same end goal in mind, mm-hmm. we are becoming very successful. Yeah. Um, with our flips, you know, it's one of those things that we started doing, and, and again, at the very beginning, it was not without purpose, but it was with the end goal of only making money. Right. Now we have continued to move forward and to grow as a company, and now with us moving into the new construction, there's a problem that we're trying to solve, and it's it's a problem of uh, affordability here in Austin, and um, just the type of and quality of house that yeah. we're going to be able to give to consumers down the line. Um, as being a realtor, you know, I see what gets sold to people, mm-hmm. and it's really not the best. Sure. Um, just, again, everybody is looking at it through a business perspective and only what makes dollars and cents, and we actually, we feel that we can do both. Yeah. That we can make money for ourselves, of course, um, but then also be able to give back and, and to put a quality product out there for everybody to enjoy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like awesome. Yeah. And cool. I think that, I mean, I think that that is what separates uh, like the, you know, the good from the great, really, uh-huh. um, is that like you guys, like you said, you're not just out to make a, a quick buck, so to uh-huh. speak, but mm-hmm. um, you have that, that quality factor mm-hmm. um, where there's more, you know, mm-hmm. there's purpose, there's um, a why uh, so to speak. And I think that's what is, I guess, beneficial or um, a huge factor in long-term success. Yes. yes. Um, and that goes a long way with people and with relationships and um, human interaction is that people see that you guys are genuine guys. You know, you're not just out there to flip houses real quick and, and make money. You know, you're there to um, provide people homes. You know, yeah. you're there for that, for that quality. And I think that speaks volumes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess it's it's one of those things that we were talking about earlier that uh, things just seem to happen if you go after it. And it's one of those things that we've been blessed that has started to come together for us. Um, yeah. I think yeah. it's important to note that you said the first deal you guys did didn't work out. No. Um, would love to kind of jump in if you're if you're yeah. open to that. But it just shows that. You know, that's something you could have easily just quit on, oh, right? Yeah. And and probably a lot of people did, but you kept going and now you are where you're at. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was definitely something that um, we wanted to do. And yeah, after you get that first punch in the face, you know, it is <laughs> it, it makes you reevaluate things very, very quickly. Yep. But it was definitely something, um, I think it's people. It's really the investment in people. I mean, yeah, if it makes sense money-wise, but... With something like this brand new that, yes, I'm in the real estate industry, but I don't know anything about flipping houses. I know what people buy. I know their emotions during that process, but I didn't know the nuts and bolts of how to actually get it done. Mm -hmm. So with Marco taking that leap of faith and believing in me as a person, that in itself actually helped push me to keep going because I knew if someone was to take a chance on me and my abilities, I have to perform. And that's, I don't know, that's just kind of how I live. If someone is going to believe in me, yeah. you have to believe in yourself too, don't you? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. For sure. I mean, and I mean, I think that, um, like, 
some of the times in my life that I'm most grateful for are my biggest failures uh-huh. or like my lowest points in life because yeah. I was able to learn a lesson from that. <clears throat> Excuse me, and grow from that um, and become more successful in the future. You know, like during the time it sucked. You know, it was horrible, and I felt like this is the end of the world. Uh-huh. But looking back, like I'm, I'm so grateful for those times that that really did suck. You know, uh-huh. um, and so you know, going back to you know, that first business that you guys started that, you know, didn't turn out as you had hoped. Uh-huh. You know, you were able to learn lessons from that and grow from that. And now Austin Property Buyers is better off because of that failure. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And also, um, so what I'm hearing is that, you know, you guys each have your own skill set. You uh-huh. know, you each come from different backgrounds. Um, but together, you're able to have this successful business and, and run it successfully uh, because you each play to your strengths. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I think that, like, creating that good, creating a team um, is beneficial for, for any any company. You need others that um, can pick up the slack where you leave off, so to speak. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. If you guys want to touch on that, on, on how the, I guess, the teamwork aspect has um, yeah. benefited you guys. So for us, it's, you know, especially with all of us having full-time jobs, um, real estate takes time. You've got to meet contractors. You've got to meet with lenders. You've got to, you know, be there for inspections. There, there's a lot of time consumed uh, to get a real estate deal done, especially on the flip side. Um, and you've got to have a team in place. Uh, so for us, you know, each person's able, we all have our strengths, but we're also able to fill in as needed. You know, for instance, Marco was out of town for the last couple of weeks on a big project down on the coast. Uh, and Carlos and I were able to fill in and kind of take on his role while he was gone. Um, but, you know, people don't realize how many little bits and pieces go into a real real estate transaction. You have realtors, you have lenders, you have contractors, um, <coughs> tile guys, flooring guys, roofing guys. And so there's a lot of moving parts and making sure that you have good people around you so that you don't get burned is, is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us, you know, I take care of our marketing stuff, website, things like that. Right. Carlos takes care of the real estate side of things, help finding deals, helping facilitate deals, talking with lenders. Uh, and then Marco's there to, you know, take care of the contracting side and make sure that, um, you know, build qualities up to spec and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and without one little piece of the puzzle, it all kind of falls apart um, sure. to a degree. So we've been able to build on um, all of our relationships, you know, our networks, and it's it's been really good for us. That's awesome. Uh, and, and I just want to touch bases on something. And what's great about this partnership also is that, you know, we're learning, the, um, like, for example, our weaknesses, we're learning from their strengths. So I'm able to build my strength as on the marketing side and also on the number side, which is Carlos. So um, that's what makes this um, partnership great because we feed off of that um, and so for example on, on the contractor side when Bryce or Carlos um, when I, I'm in need they come in and they deal with the contractors number wise though um, I'm not, that is definitely my, my weak spot there so that's where Carlos and Bryce comes in and, and, and they give us a hand there so yeah, just wanted to touch bases there. Yeah. Sounds like uh, you guys brought each member on strategically because every one of you guys has a little bit different value that yeah. you bring. Yeah, yeah, I, I would wholeheartedly agree. I mean, um, I think 
it could be done with just, I mean, all three of us are smart enough to, to do this ourselves. However, it wouldn't be as effective as it is now. We wouldn't be able to uh, grow as, as rapidly um, without a team of individuals there. I mean, so I think we all played team sports growing up. Yeah. Uh, mm. it, you know, it's one of those things that it's really a valuable life lesson, a tool mm-hmm. that is, is used moving forward in life. I mean, if you can work together, uh, together with others, it just, it really makes things a lot funner and a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you, you touched on that. That's, uh, something that I wanted to bring up as well is uh-huh. that like one of the things that I'm most grateful for is high school football. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, not like I'm like reliving the glory days, <laughs> but um, well, I was wondering why you came in with your Letterman jacket. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> He's lying. Don't listen to him. Um, but yeah, like um, high, high school football and team sports, uh-huh. you know, in general, is huge. You know, like it yeah. it helped teach me so many values in life, including yeah. teamwork, uh-huh. um, that I subconsciously you know carry out throughout my life now. Yeah, um, and there's just so many benefits. Um, to it mm-hmm. yeah and it's not just the uh, you know the work side of it it's also the fun side of it it's it's much more exciting and fun when you have people to celebrate with mm-hmm. you know whenever you have successes and then on the flip side of that the lows you have somebody to talk to and and kind mm-hmm. of wallow in, in your pain and agony together yeah. um, and and then pick each other up and move forward together for sure um, so it's you know, having a beer to celebrate is no fun by yourself. But when you got two other guys, it's it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, you know, when you're doing it by yourself, then it's kind of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> We're just here to help each other out, so it's not a problem. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so for you guys, the primary goal right now is to buy properties below value and, mm-hmm. f- and flip them and make a profit and just mm-hmm. keep keep that system going. Yeah. 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 And it's uh, becoming harder and harder to do in Austin. Um when things are good, everybody wants to get in. So right now with Austin experiencing the you know economic growth that we have, there are so many more people that are coming into the real estate, especially the flipping side of things. Um, and it's popularity on TV, social media. Everybody, everybody is a guru. Everybody can sell you a class. Everybody does that. So with that being said here in the Austin area, that's actually part of the reason that we're starting to make that transition into um, into the new construction side is you know, there there's no way we can compete with someone who's paying fifty thousand dollars over the market value of a house that needs repair yeah um, and then being able to put it make the necessary renovations to sell a quality product to a downstream buyer right um, I just again numbers is what I do yeah. I don't see how that can make sense mm-hmm. numbers wise. So um, we're starting to slowly get out of that that side of it. Um, now with this, our last deal, I mean, they really just threw it at us. So mm-hmm. we're not going to say no to a flip uh, if they hand it to us. Sure. Uh, but yeah, we're we're trying to move our focus into the new construction world. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, let's talk about that. You yeah. said they handed it to you. Kind of, yeah. what happened with that deal? Well, um, you know, we touched base with relationships and, and that was really what it was. It was a relationship <laughs> with another realtor. They have a product that uh, they didn't want to take to the retail market. So they reached out to us and they reached out to us twice. Um, the first time, 
I didn't think anything of it. And Marco had actually called me about it and said, hey, man, there's this house. I don't know. There's something about it. Let's look into it. Mm. It's like, yeah, yeah, Marco, yeah. <laughs> so I just kind of ignored it. Um, and then the realtor reached out again and reached out to me directly and said, hey, we have this house. And, you know, these are the numbers on it. Um, are you interested? So finally we looked at it. And the, the way they were marketing it, they were missing a huge piece of it. So it's like, oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll take it. We'll, yeah. we'll pay exactly what you want. We don't even need to try to beat you down on price. Wow. Because uh, they had a, a big value add that was missed and not ex- included in how they were trying to market the property. So we were able to, to capitalize on that for, you know, for our benefit. What was the value add? Well, there was an additional structure added to the property that was done very, very well. So when they were trying to sell it to us, they were only using the tax square footage of the house. Oh, wow. So there was an additional uh, 250, 300 square feet Correct. added to that house that, you know, wasn't something we needed to remove. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually got to highlight it and, and increase the bathroom size. It went from a one and a half bath to a two full baths. And um, that bathroom itself is going to be what... But makes everything for this property. That's great. Um, so yeah, it was. We were really fortunate in that. Why do you think on that deal that that agent uh, brought you guys the deal versus just taking it out to the market? Uh, well, um, a number of things. Uh, the ease of having a willing and able buyer. Uh, the ease for their seller. Um, you know, with uh, you guys have been around the the real estate industry. Uh, there's a big separation from really, really good realtors and then the majority of realtors. Mm-hmm. And that's... It's true. Uh, I mean, it's it's just a fact. Yeah. So if they are bringing it to, you know, to us where we have... We're willing and able to buy and we're not going to bring up a piddly thing like the outlet being loose or a, a breaker not being up to code. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so much easier for them and, and for the seller themselves. So, yeah, I've noticed that. I mean, that's what I was thinking is they probably thought you guys could get the deal done. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And rather than fight over twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, which is a lot. It is. It they'd, is. they'd rather get it done and not uh-huh. have to restart the process 30 days when exactly. a new buyer can't close. Hey, exactly. Exactly. I mean, especially if you're looking for this type of house, a uh, house that needs needs work. And, and I get it. Most realtors are, are trying to prove their value um, per transaction instead of having relationships with their clients. Um, I think that's the other separation of your thinking transactional then uh, you're trying to push on or make your value so much more. But if you have that relationship and, and you're able to, to give them info for an extended period of time, they, they trust and they appreciate you and they value what you're good at and then will take your you know, opinion mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a little bit more credibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, relationships are, are huge you know mm-hmm. and um that's exactly what they are is a relationship mm-hmm. um so like you know each person contributes mm-hmm. to to the relationship yeah. and so um you guys provide a value to um this you know real estate agent mm-hmm. um and then now it, it comes back and yeah. you guys are rewarded or, mm-hmm. or benefit from the relationship mm-hmm. as well so um that kind of just goes back to like being a, a genuine a genuine person, you know, and yeah. being good people, which you are, and uh-huh. people see that, uh-huh. and so therefore you're able to to benefit from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
One thing I thought was uh, pretty cool with you guys is you started flipping and now you're basically building. So yeah. you guys are basically becoming developers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it was one of those things that we we constantly had a not not so much of a battle, but it's it's a conversation between us three as to all right, are we doing the right thing? Are we expanding? Are we growing too quickly? Are we trying to manage too much? Um, and again, having the team here, uh, we're able to, to do something that it would be scary as shit to try to do by ourselves, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, it's, it's managing a, a lot. Um, we're so thankful for the investors who have come in with us and again, you know, Hey, you guys have never built a house like yeah. at all. Right. Here's this much money. I trust you. Yeah. Um, that, I mean that's a lot of weight on your shoulders and just to make sure that we perform and, and get them their money back. I yeah. mean, that's, it's a lot of money. Right. Yeah. 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 And you can consider those investors, um, and these other people that you've built relationships with besides the three of you guys oh, they're part of as the team. part of the team. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. Oh yeah. And you know? they're just as invested as we are in this project. Mm-hmm. I mean, I call our investors quite often and just give them little updates of what's going on. I mean, of course to them it's dollars and cents, uh, but with some of our investors, it's really like, wow, this is so cool. I'm so thankful I'm a part of this as well. Yeah. And that just means the world to us that they're just as invested as, in this thing as we are. So, I mean, we all really do have an end goal in mind and all of us are, are just pushing our energy towards that mm-hmm. to, to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, and Carlos was talking about, uh, you know, getting harder and harder to buy flip properties uh, here in Austin. And that, you know, that's a big thing that's pushed us into this new construction thing. We have a pool of investors who are ready and willing and able to provide, you know, capital for us to do things. And it got to where we couldn't, we, we didn't have enough projects to max out all the capital that was available to us. And so we started brainstorming and that's kind of how we fell into the new construction was trying to find a place that we could, you know, use that investor money um, to turn around and make cash. Mm -hmm. And it just happened to be that, you know, there's quite a few lots. Building is a little bit, uh, you know, harder uh, than flipping. Anybody can jump in and try and do a flip property. And like Carlos was saying, there's the gurus and guys talking online, Mm -hmm. um, telling you how easy it is, how easy it is. Uh, whereas, just buy my course. Yeah, just buy my course, right? Um, but with the new construction thing, there's not near as many people getting into it. Mm-hmm. And so we saw an opening there that we could kind of get our foot in the door, try try one project and see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, we haven't fallen flat on our face yet, but um, it, it's been fun learning and, and um, utilizing all of our strengths to kind of put together a finished product. That's awesome. I think... Being so, I mean, you guys were able to adapt to change, yeah. you know, and um, expand. Um, I guess your your skill set, so to speak, is that like, um, you know, one thing wasn't um, like the flipping wasn't as uh, beneficial as um, you guys had maybe hoped for or wanted to, and so you said, "What else can we do?" And so now this new construction opportunity is coming up, and you guys are able to work as a team and, you know, work together to adapt to this new venue, this new, uh, I guess, avenue, um, so to speak. Yeah, and it wasn't necessarily that it you know, wasn't beneficial. There just isn't a lot on the market. You know, right. we're in a tight real estate market where there's, what, two months of inventory mm-hmm. on the market. 
Um, and the population here in Austin is slated to grow, I think, 50%, maybe 100% in the mm-hmm. next 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so people are going to need houses, and we're going to try and fill that, that hole and provide those things. Right. And you guys, um, like, so, I mean, you also expanded your, um, I guess, target market, so to speak. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, because, you know, you're not saying no to flipping because, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that deal was, you know, offered on a silver <laughs> platter. Yeah. Um, but you're, now you're doing uh, something else, which I think is, is great. And that's something that, that we have also done with, you know, property management. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, when we first started out, it was just, you know, residential homes. Now we are doing HOAs. We're managing uh-huh, yeah. HOAs, and we had uh, no idea what to do when we first started that. But we saw it as an opportunity, and we worked as a as a team and, and went after it. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I think one of the cool things that you guys had, had mentioned uh, was the value add that you're bringing to the to the you know management side of things by being able to provide uh, clients with you know option A, B, and C are, are things that they can do to increase their bottom line. Mm-hmm. Um, again, with a great market, people become very complacent with what they're doing or the product and the service that they give because they just assume that it's going to be great forever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that'd be cool if it's great forever, but the odds are it's not. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I think both both ourselves and you guys are, are doing is positioning, excuse me, positioning ourselves so that if things go bad, we're just going to kind of stay up above everything else because of what we're providing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 I'm curious about your pool of investors mm-hmm. for people that are kind of looking to get in the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how did you guys build that up and kind of walk us through that process if you don't mind? Well, um, the pool of investors, actually one of our bigger investors, Marco brought to the table. Okay. And it was... There you go, Marco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. Let me let me touch bases on that. Um, so this investor, um, I actually w- was doing like small little handyman work for her for at least six to eight months, and really to me it was really going nowhere. But um, and and by the way, she lives in California. I've never met her before. Um, but we would have conversations over the phone for 30, 45 minutes, just building relationship, just building relationship. Um, and then one day I just said, hey, we're starting a company and uh, we're looking to invest in flip properties. And if you're interested, uh, let me know. Immediately she said, yes, let's do it. Um, and of course, she sent us a what $60,000 check the, the following day. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Of course, never <laughs> meeting her. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what that's why it's important to build relationships. Right. Um and it took me like six months to build that relationship. And now, uh, without hesitation, she's sending us $200,000 checks for, for these new constructions um, and wanting to send more. Wow, that's um, great. Yeah. So the, the cool thing with, uh, just kind of off subject a little bit, but with this investor, she um, all of her profits that she generates from her investments with us, she's putting back to charity, wow. which is a really cool thing. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, so see, knowing that the money that we generate is going to go to a positive uh, venue or whatever it may be, yeah. is it, it makes us want to work harder and, and generate more for her. That's pretty right. crazy. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like it's an investor with some deep pockets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, she. I think she lives modestly and um, it's, she's set. She's okay. She lives comfortably and, and she has money to, to invest and... Yeah. Um, that's where her, you know, where she wants to put her money in that's the cool. end. 
Yeah, and I think when it comes down to it, um, she necessarily is investing in us. And, and she told us that. She said, uh, you know, Marcos Carlos, um, basically, the, the money that I'm handing you guys is because I, I trust you guys. I trust you in, in my finances. I trust you in the money that you're going to be making for me. Um, so basically, she's investing in us, kind of like when we started um, the, the company. We, start, we, we decided we were going to invest in ourselves. Um, but by building relationships, um, and we're looking, of course, to build other relationships as well for other investors. But these things take time. It's not something that you know happens from one day to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it takes time to build those relationships, and, and well, uh, we're we're heading there. Yeah, and then on the um, you know that's just one investor that we have, and then we also use uh, hard money to fill gaps, um, which a lot of people in the investing world have heard that term. Um, you pay a little bit more for it, um, which is okay, but that's another way that we fund projects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it puts, uh, it makes you work harder, faster, because mm-hmm. um, it's all about holding costs yeah. um, for us. But uh, that's another way that we're able to uh, fund our projects. Now, um, one of the other things that we're told actually by one of our private money investors, um, you know, he, he sat down and had a conversation with me. He goes, you know, I, I lend to most of the people here in town because there's something about you guys y'all do it quicker you do it cheaper and it's painless working with you guys Mm -hmm. why don't y'all bring me more deals (laughs) so i mean that is it's cool to hear especially from someone who i know for a fact loans to to most of the people flipping in town yeah um you know when he says something like that you just Put a smile on your face. And yeah. Go, yes, sir. I'll, yeah. I'll do so what you I know can. We're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah. We know we're doing the right thing, and um, you know, kind of touching back to, you know, one of our investors using her money to, to, loan a charity or to give to charity after. Mm-hmm. That is something that kind of aligned itself with what we want to do, moving forward. So, one of the downsides to the development side is that we have to get rid of trees and um with one of our first properties i got a, a nice phone call from one of the neighbors really just ripping me a new one on <laughs> how bad of people we were that we're killing these trees and do we know what we're doing to the environment and it's people like you that are making austin terrible yeah. and you know i'm from austin i love austin yeah that is the furthest thing of what we would want to do to our city um so we just kind of use that. Um, of course, I, I came to the guys and I mentioned, you know, this is what we just heard. This is the, the feedback that we're getting. Um, how can we do something to make it right? Yeah. So that kind of transitioned us into another, not venture, but just a charity that we're going to be able to give back for every tree that we actually have to cut down. Yeah. Uh, we're going to plant too. And we're, we're looking to, to do that here in the Austin area, of course. Um, just to uh, keep the balance. Um, we want to do a lot more than just the two trees, but right. to start off, yeah, that's what we plan that's on doing. That's plan really on doing, good. yeah. Um, I know you guys mentioned kind of a similar, similar mindset of of being able to give back as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Matt, you can you can touch on this because this is like you know your your baby, your passion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before we we go into that, I mean, I just want to say like how. The trend is like that I'm seeing um, with you guys and the the team and the relationships is like just good people 
helping good people. You know, like mm-hmm. you um, saw that, you know, you guys, this was brought to your attention about, you know, the trees being cut down. And so you said, how can I fix this? Yeah. And people are going to see that. And, you know, that is going to, like I said, speak volumes, you know, it's just good people, um, helping out good people. But Matt, um, yeah, touch yeah. on, I guess what we're doing yeah. philanthropically. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think <laughs> similar to you guys, it just comes down to having a long-term mindset mm-hmm. and just not trying to make the quick buck, but do things the right way uh-huh. and, and do things with meaning. Uh-huh. And so one of our goals is to put water wells in, in Africa. Um, I went there with my wife six years ago and it's still kind of stuck with me just seeing people that didn't have water and then coming home and cranking on the shower and blasting off my back. I'm like, what? This is wrong. So our goal right now, and, and uh, you know, I want to actually get it done and hopefully announce it this year, is to put one water well in this month in Af- or this year before the end of the year uh-huh. and then hopefully consistently put in one a month. That's the plan. Uh-huh. Um, and so we'll see. But that's, that's kind of what's, you know, driving a lot of, of uh-huh. what we're doing. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a, like I said earlier, there's a why and there's a purpose, you know, behind um, a lot of things. And, um, you know, that's just one of our, one of our whys, you know, uh-huh. one of the, the purposes that we have, you know, with this company and, and how we want to give back like you guys are giving uh-huh. back. Yeah. Um, so, um, I... Earlier, I mean, we talked about how you guys um, each have, like, your skill set. Um, and there's a, um, a term, uh, jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none, that I believe is so true. Um, I think when you spread yourself too thin, you're not any good at any of the things that, you, that you're trying to do. Um, and um, how you have to, um, I guess, delegate and play to people's strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you guys grow, so you guys are, are now venturing into like new construction and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, are there plans to like bring on more people? Like where is there a void that you guys, you know, need filled? And, um, I guess what's the long-term plan with you guys? Yeah. I don't know that, uh, at, at this point we, um, aren't in need of bringing on someone else. You know, I think we all are, we know that that point will come. Right. Um, we haven't hit that point yet. And so when it does hit, uh, we'll be able to talk about it a little bit more and, and we'll be planning for that. Um, but at the moment, between the three of us, we're able to, to handle uh, everything that we have going on. But, I mean, you, you're dead on. At some point, we're going to have to bring in somebody that's really managing the projects, project to project, and, and Marco can move into more of an overseeing on the construction side. Um, eventually, I'm sure we'll have to bring in somebody to do uh, the more day-to-day marketing, doing social media posts, things like that. I'm sure Carlos will have to bring on some sales agents at some point, um, assuming that we get to a, to that point, um, which yeah. is obviously the goal. Right. But we just aren't quite there yet. Gotcha. Uh, I mean, we've, we've kind of touched on this, and yeah, it's really Marco's position that um, is going to be our first when that time comes. And not replacing Marco, <laughs> uh, he, he, even though we joke with him all the time that he's the first to go. Um, but yeah, it, it's bringing him on because right now um, Marco is a perfectionist. So going in and making sure each project is done 110 um, percent, it's it's great and it needs to be done. And that's what we want. But we would his time is better served looking at all of our properties and and making sure all of them are done right rather than us focusing in zeroing in on one property and 
spending all our time there. Mm. So it's really to bring someone in under Marco, um, and that would when that time comes, yes, that that's mm. going to be the first uh, first position that we're we're hired. So with all the roles that you guys have, mm-hmm. uh, sounds like you got a lot currently in the pipeline. That, mm-hmm. And so Marco, would you be kind of handling that? Um, yeah. So basically. Um, what what I do is uh, handle most of the construction side of it, um, you know, dealing with contractors, um, and and that's another thing is you gotta have the right contractors, um, you gotta have the right people. Um, there's a lot of moving parts, kind of like what Bryce was saying. There's a lot of moving parts in new construction. Um, so yeah, absolutely, the three of us can can handle something like that. But you also have to have the right plumbers. You have to have the right slab guys. You have to have the right um, electrical guys. So there is a lot of moving parts. You, you do have to have the right people by your side. Um, so maybe ne- not necessarily hire somebody to kind of take, take my role. But if we hire the right people and those guys know what they're doing on the job site, it definitely um, helps with a lot of, of, of the stress that I have in, in dealing with these projects. So, yeah. And, and so you're kind of... Handling those, and then at the same time, are you guys looking for deals, looking mm-hmm. for investors, kind of keeping it all moving at the yeah. same time? Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, you know, the, the new construction, especially, uh, we're finding out how slow it moves, the process. And so you really have to think about filling the pipeline so that as soon as that, that project finishes, you already have something that is either, you know, architecture plans are already being done, it's in the permitting process at the city, uh, I mean, we bought our first one, what, eight months ago, six months ago? Uh, January. January? Mm-hmm. And it just broke ground. Um, so that shows you how much goes into the lead up yeah. to actually putting a, you know, putting a backhoe in the ground and starting to work on the, on the foundation. Um, so being sure that we have, we aren't sitting idle, you know, making sure that you're filling that pipeline is, is huge for us. Mm-hmm. Walk us through, if you don't mind, the basics of you, you bought the lot mm-hmm. and then did you already have an architect and kind of... What does that process look like until you break ground? Just just a high level. Yeah, so uh, you know we we'd never done this before, so yeah. we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah. Um, but we just went online and researched architects here in town, and so that was our first step. And they kind of um, you know kind of moved us through the process. So you have an architect, structural engineer, um, and once you get all your your plans and everything completed, then you submit to the city. And from there, they kind of take it over and say, hey, this needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. This needs to be fixed. Um, We had to deal with tree guys. We had to deal with uh, demo permits and um, getting the lot actually scraped, taking the house out that was currently there. Mm. Um, So there's a lot that goes into it on the front end. Um, But once you get through the permitting process, that's when you really start to see traction. Um, You know, that first six months was just it was agonizing. It, yeah. You feel like you're getting nothing done. And then all of a sudden, boom, you have permits and, and things start to time. start to happen. Yeah. What about on the, uh, are you using all the investors money? Or are you guys having to line up financing to kind of build these? How does that work? Yeah. So uh, we're doing a combination. We're doing, um, investor money to help with the build cost and then hard money to help with the acquisition of the land. Okay. Um, so Got yeah, it. we're, we're, piecing it together to, to make sure it works. Um, so yeah, it, it, going back, let me re-explain that. So hard money is taking care of the majority of it. 
And then we also need what's called gap funds, yep. which is coming from private investors mm-hmm. to take care of the money that we're needing to bring to the table mm-hmm. to satisfy the hard money's, uh, their qualifications. Mm-hmm. And then to help facilitate our deal as we go in um, before we take the draws from our hard money lender. So okay. the combination of the two are, are how we're getting it done. And you'll pay the hard money off when you actually sell the... Uh, yeah, well, we pay them monthly, of course. We yeah. pay them their monthly interest. And then, yes, their lien would be taken off once we sell the property. Cool. Or, or we refinance out of it and we hire you guys to, to manage it <laughs> for us. There we go. Yeah. 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 Uh, a lot of people don't actually know what hard money is. So hard money is uh, where you go when you don't get traditional financing. Traditional financing, your FHA conventional or uh, VA loans, this is something where it's a a private individual or private company who is willing to loan you money at terms that are much more favorable to them as opposed to you Mm -hmm. as the borrower. Um, However, they're a lot easier to work with if you have a house that is distressed Mm -hmm. uh, because most conventional lenders won't lend on a house that's missing the front door or missing three windows and the roof is caved in. I mean, it's just, it's not a safe bet. So you pay for it yep. mm-hmm. in, in costs. Mm-hmm. Um, origination points, usually you pay anywhere from 1% to 3% just to borrow the money. And then monthly, it's about a percent a month. It's about 12% annually yep. um, in some cases. So you're paying a percent a month. Um, and that's, that's Interest a tough only. What, yes, interest only. Yeah. Interest only. Yeah, so wow. it's a it's a tough check to write each month, but uh, it definitely puts some fire under you to get it done. Yeah, sure. we, yeah. we've used it, and yeah. uh, it can be really quick too. Yes. You can get the money in, oh. a, in a week or even in a couple of days if yeah. you have this relationship. Yeah, and, and um, for those people who are just trying to get into the investment side of things, um, getting that relationship with a hard money lender is key as well, because you may find the right deal. But if you can't close quickly, mm-hmm. then that deal is gone because there's someone else looking at that same deal at the same time. Mm-hmm. So your relationship with the hard money lenders, it, uh, it means the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, it really can make the difference between you getting the deal and not getting the deal, mm-hmm. whether you're holding it or flipping it. Yeah, and hard money, you know, it has its positives, um, being that you can get money quick um, and, and get the deals closed, but it also has its downsides, uh, as Carlos was talking about. Um, and the biggest difference between a hard money loan and a conventional loan is the time frame. You know, a hard money loan is usually for a year, whereas you go out and get a conventional loan and uh, you're looking at 15 or 30 years. So that's those are the real big differences. You pay for it for the convenience. Mm-hmm. Um but that's what you got to have to get a deal done um, so you can make it happen. Yeah, just cost of doing business. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, Matt, you got anything else before we wrap up? Well, just uh, excited to hear about y'all's journey. Sounds like you got a lot of good stuff, and uh, obviously we'll try to stay in touch as much as we can and yeah. help out any way we can. But mm-hmm. you guys are doing a great job. Yeah, so, uh, thank you. I know it's a competitive market. Everyone wants to be in Austin. Oh, yeah. And you guys are doing it. Yeah. Developers, baby. <laughs> um, so um, for the audience, um, where can they find you guys? Uh, yeah, so you know, people looking to maybe sell your property, um, austinpropertybuyers.com. Um, you can fill out the form there, um, call and talk with Carlos and he'll, you know, one thing that's different with us is, you know, if it's not the best for you, for us to buy your house, uh, we can, we can tell you what will be the best option, whether it's selling it at retail or 
whatever it may be. So austinpropertybuyers.com. And then for our new construction, uh, we've started a new entity called 161 Homes. Um, and that's just 161homes.com. You'll be able to see available inventory, uh, 3D renderings, things like that of the new projects we have coming online. Are those the numbers, 161? Yeah, 161, okay. all numeric, and then homes.com. Gotcha. Awesome. What about uh, for bringing on new investors? Uh, uh, yeah, reach out to Carlos. Okay. Um, just Carlos at austinpropertybuyers.com, and uh, he'll be able to kind of, we actually have an investor deck that we can send out to show, you know, what we've done with past projects and what type of type of uh, returns we can provide for investors. Uh-huh. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. We thank really you guys for having us. Yeah. yeah, appreciate it. Thanks. Okay. All right. See you guys. Thanks. Man, what a fun episode. It is so cool to hear the details of their impact on the real estate industry and how the three of them are so different and have such different skill sets, but they're able to come together um, and utilize each other's skills to have this successful business and enjoy what they're doing day to day. And it's all on top of their day jobs. Like this is a, you know, a side hustle that they're doing and um, they're loving it and killing it. And I can't wait to see, you know, how big they they grow this business to be. If you guys want to find out more about Austin Property Buyers, all their information is going to be in the show notes below. And be on the lookout for more episodes of our podcast. If you want to leave a review, we would greatly appreciate it. All right. Thanks for sticking around, guys.